0: Dilbert's dad is a dud. We're going to talk about that. And if the U.S. government can't have it, why can we? We're going to talk about that. And are you doing what you want to do versus what you had to do? We're going to talk about that on today's Corelcast right
1: now. Uncensored. Unfiltered. Unhinged. It's the Corelcast. Listen daily on your favorite streaming service.
0: it is the carel cast i am Corel, so very glad you are joining me on this fabulous wednesday snow covered everywhere 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 i go today snow 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 i'm all over las vegas it's snowing everywhere uh the 15 closed all kinds of stuff happening so if you're coming or going from vegas well <laughs> good luck with that uh unless you're flying i believe i can fly all right another entitled white guy has gone on some sort of tirade and now is just shocked and appalled and is just the victim uh that everybody everywhere has canceled him everybody everywhere all at once canceled him uh the person i'm talking about is scott adams and he does a cartoon called dilbert uh now whether you're a fan of comics or not you probably know the dilbert comic Uh, It portrays people in the office. It's been running forever. He's very wealthy. He's very white. Uh, And he literally self-destructed in front of everybody on Twitter. I mean, just, I watched the video and I was like, okay, dude, you're over. You're done. You know, pack your bags, wave your little hand and whisper, so long, dearie. You ain't going to see him anymore. Uh, And after his racist tirade, of course, his publishers dropped him, the newspapers dropped him, the book publisher dropped him, his syndicator dropped him, and now Dilbert is no more. Uh, Basically, you know, the only place you can get it is online. Now, what did he say? You know, because some people, they get in trouble and what they said was, you know, misinterpreted or it wasn't that bad. or No. (laughs) This man quoted a poll from rasmussen now rasmussen is a right-wing ultra-conservative 4chan-loving conspiracy-touting marjorie taylor green ass-kissing polling place that these republicans and these idiots turn to uh when they want some sort of data that suits their agenda their white racist maga agenda uh as marjorie taylor green puts out a hit list today she's like dog the bounty hunter these Republicans are evil. Uh, anyway, so he quoted this poll. In this poll, according to Rasmussen, 51% of black people, when asked, is being white okay, said no. First of all, what does that question even mean? Is being white okay? What, 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 I, I don't even know what that means. Uh, second of all, uh, 51% of what black people? How many did they survey? Where did they find them? You know, who were they talking to? In any event, the poll is bubkiss. It's just ridiculous. But he goes on this tirade that says, if 51% of black people uh, don't like white people, think it's not okay to be white, then we should have nothing more to do with black people. We should stay away from them. We should segregate them. We should move into neighborhoods where they don't exist. Uh, We should protect ourselves from them. We should make sure that law enforcement protects us from them. Oh, my God. He just kept going for 20 minutes. I mean, doubling and tripling and quadrupling down. And as as I heard this, I thought this isn't humor. This is not hyperbole, as he said it was. This is pure white racism. Pure, just white supremacy. Anybody that watches the video would be like, oh, this guy's a white supremacist because he is. He just is. And he can try to sue me if he wants to or whatever he is. The statements on that video prove he is a white supremacist. He said he moved to an area to avoid blacks, that we should not help them. He said white America should not lift one finger to help blacks. This guy, frickin' bonkers. So of course, the minute this gets out there, it goes viral, everyone's like, what the, you know? And he's canceled, basically. And when I say canceled, I mean his syndicator cancels him. Now he's screaming, he's misinterpreted, it was hyperbole, uh, it's uh, cancel culture, and all this other crap. Which is what these rich white men do when they're caught being evil. Now, another one that is just raking on my nerves these days is Bill Maher. Bill Maher used to be an icon of mine. I thought he was this brave, atheist, liberal, pot-smoking, you know, out there fighting the good fight. And maybe he was for a while, but now that man needs to shut the frack up. In fact, if HBO canceled him, I'd be very happy. Why? I watched him tell Jake Trapper that trans people don't want to have the debate about the Dave Chappelle's of the world and the, the J.K. Rowling's of the world, that they just wanna shut down the debate. And that while he feels that trans people should have you know, everything they need, he also says that young people shouldn't be allowed to make decisions about whether or not they're trans. And then he makes a joke about nowadays when a baby is born, they say, oh, it's a boy, maybe. You know, it's got a penis, but don't worry, that could come off later. Can you imagine saying that about any other medical condition, which is what body dysmorphia is? It is a medical condition. Can you imagine? No, of course you can't. And he thinks saying that is fine. He goes, well, trans people don't want to have the debate. Let me tell you something, Bill Maher, you're fucking right we don't want to have the debate. Gay people, trans people, black people, brown people, Asian people, we've had it up to fucking here with all of you people that think you can sit around and debate our existence or the validity of our existence or where we should and should not exist or what we should and should not have. I am so sick of Bill Mars and and all of these Dilbert creators, Scott Adams, sitting there with their white, privileged, cisgendered male, because that's who it always is, a white, cisgendered male. Cisgendered meaning he identifies as the gender that he was born. That's what cisgendered means. So I am cisgendered. I am male, and I identify as male, and that's how I was born. So I am a cisgendered male. This guy... You know, they're they're all just entitled a-holes. That's all they are, just entitled a-holes. And then when they suffer repercussions for what they do, I'm a victim, I'm a victim, I'm a victim. It's society that's wrong, not me. I'm a victim. You know, when John McCain said to me during a break, during possibly one of the biggest elections of our life, Right as Barack, just days—the Sunday before—Barack Obama was to be elected, and there was so much ridiculousness going on: lipstick on a pig from Sarah Palin, and and just Joe the plumber, and who wasn't even a plumber, uh, you know, all this other stuff. So when and I had written an editorial about how we need to just stop all this crap, stop all this Joe the plumber stuff, stop all this lipstick on pig stuff, and realize that the election has real consequences. And that we must not let John McCain get into office, mainly because of Sarah Palin. I went on air. John McCain said on air, I'm going to take Joe the plumber all the way to Washington with me. During a break, when I thought the mic was down, I said, F Joe the MF plumber. I hope Joe the MF plumber drops dead. Now, that's about a fictional white guy, okay? Not a black person or a, a fictional There was no Joe the plumber. His name was Joe Rosenbach and he was, you know, it's just, he's not even, I mean, there just wasn't a Joe the plumber. And so I basically said that this fictional character should drop dead. I was canceled the next day, the next day. Joe, Bill O'Reilly every week, you know, liberal gay talk show host in San Francisco issues, death threat against Joe the plumber, fatwa against Joe the plumber. Oh my God, they had Joe the plumber on, they wouldn't have me on. Michelle Malkin sat in discussed whether I should go to jail for death threats. My life was upended. The next day, KCBS, KNX 1070 fired me for no real reason. Okay? I hadn't cursed on their station. But because I did on KGO, they fired me at cbs that next day so i lost my kgo job and i lost my knx 1070 job in a matter of two days all of my income gone no savings you know we're going to keep discussing this when i come back and we're going to switch around topics today but we're going to keep discussing this because i have you know been canceled and did i deserve it did dilbert dad deserve it
1: If you're not visiting reallycorel.com daily, you're missing out. Get the podcast videos and the blog, including recipes at reallycorel.com. That's really K-A-R-E-L.com. Uncensored, unfiltered, unhinged. It's the Corel Cast.
0: It is the cast, so I, as you all may know, maligned Joe the Plumber, a fictional character, and used a few curse words during a break when the microphone was supposed to be down, and I lost two jobs, right then and there. Just no questions asked. No safety net, Nothing. Went from making $70,000 a year to unemployment, 23000 Nearly lost my home. Had to fight for a modification. It took KGO three years to admit they made a mistake and hire me back. They fired me in 2008. They rehired me in 2011. It took them three years to realize, you know, we kind of made a mistake. He didn't... You know, the guy that he was talking about was fictional. He didn't say anybody should go kill him. He simply wished he would drop dead. Uh, And there was no real person. And the mic was supposed to be down. I paid the price for three years. No media company would touch me except Green 960 in San Francisco and an FM dance station under Don Parker with Mark Acton as the engineer, who, who went from dance music to me 9 o'clock at night. That didn't last. Well, the dance station didn't last. I paid a huge price. And what did I do? I kept going. Did I get mad? Yeah. Did I say I really probably shouldn't be blamed for this? Yeah. But did I fess up and say, look, every mic's a live mic, and you know what? Amateur mistake, and that's that. Should K, should, could, should K and X have fired me? No. Could I have sued them for that? Yeah. I didn't do anything on their air. Then I did the ding dong, the witch is dead, the day Ronald Reagan died. Now, all that was was a song. Someone said, how do you feel? I said, this is how I feel. Ronald Reagan was an evil man, evil, just evil. His policies were evil, you know, especially about HIV AIDS. And so my experience with Ronald Reagan was different than others. And I played Ding Dong, The Witch is Dead. Oh, I had repercussions for that. My salary got cut. I uh, couldn't be on the air in certain times. So I know a little about all of this canceling stuff. And I stand before you someone who should not have been canceled and whose crimes are mild compared to what these people get away with on radio and television today. I would not be fired today for playing Ding Dong, The Witch is Dead, when Ronald Reagan. I wouldn't be fired for the F. Joe the Plumber thing today. But I was back then. Lost it all. And some would say never really got it all back. Those are the haters. Like this woman named Patsy who keeps emailing me saying, who have you become? I don't even know who you are anymore. I just can't believe I'm listening to you. And I'm like, go away. Stop listening to me. You're not even a Patreon subscriber. Stop emailing me telling me you don't like me. I don't care that you don't like me. Go away. You know? But this Gilbert guy, he says that blacks are a hate group. He says that whites should move away from blacks. He says that we shouldn't do anything for the black community. And he thinks that he should just be able to go along his merry way and that, you know, this is free speech. Here's what MAGA and all of these arseholes don't understand. Speech is free. You're free to say things. That doesn't mean that you don't have to pay repercussions for your speech unless it's protected by the Constitution, which means speaking truth to power. Telling a president that they are wrong. That sort of thing. That's what the founders had in mind, speaking truth to power without fear of repercussion. Otherwise, you go in a crowded theater and yell fire and get trampled and and injured and hurt, don't expect to collect from insurance, although today you probably would. So these people, these white entitled a-holes these days who think that they should be able to go around and malign anybody they want to with no repercussions. That's pure white entitlement. That's what that is. And if a black person said, oh, my God, people would lose their, their minds. So, of course, he should be fired. Or should he? I mean, if Dilbert doesn't express these views, if the comic doesn't express these views, should the guy that does the comic be fired for those views? Well, see, that's the thing. His comic does sometimes express these kind of things. Many newspapers, according to reports, have turned down the Dilbert comic strip on certain days because the, the, the strip was not in line with their editorial policies. So, of course, you know, of course. And speaking of canceled, TikTok, this hugely popular app that is destroying the entertainment industry and your kids' lives and our attention spans, an app that should never be allowed in the United States because it's run by communist China. And even Joe Rogan, whom I never agree with, went through their terms of service and read them out loud. And it's like they track your phone. They track all the files on your phone. They track every app on your phone. They track when you're using it, how you're using it, where you're using it. They track every single thing they can from your phone including your private files and what apps you have on your phone. Got Grindr on there? They know about it. They own all of the videos and photos that you upload there and they are able to use them wherever you want and you also agree to facial recognition. So the U.S. government has now said you all have 30 days to get this off your phone if you're in the government. Any government phone, Any government, iPad or computer, cannot access or have TikTok on it because it is a threat to national security. And yet, you're allowed to download it. Why? If the U.S. government can't have this on the phone because of its threat to national security, then why can kids? That makes no sense. And it looks like it's moving towards a national ban that TikTok will be banned. And it should be. There's no way you should have a device or an app on your phone that allows communist China the complete access to your phone. And in their terms of service, it says they have complete access to everything on your phone, every file, every app that they own, every photo you upload, every video you upload. So no wonder the government's like, no, you you can't have that on a government phone. But if you can't have it on a government phone, then and why are they afraid to do that? Because everyone loves TikTok. Oh, where would the old gays be without TikTok? TikTok has taken millions of dollars out of the mouths of legitimate entertainers. It has given a voice to people like the libs of TikTok, who are a hate group. It is unpoliced because what does the Beijing Chinese care about? They don't care about, you know, social policies. So of course it should be canceled. I am not afraid of the terms canceled and woke. I'm in TV where where things get canceled all the time. You know, of course it should be canceled. It should be removed. Of course this guy behind Dilbert should be gone away. There are some that say, no, Carell, as long as the comic is normal, if the guy writing it isn't, no. There are repercussions for racism, homophobia, transphobia, or there should be. Now, are you trying to shame someone into being, you know, a good person? No, he can be the arsehole he wants to be. He just won't get millions of dollars from his products by doing it. We live in very strange times. We live in times where TikTok should not be available to anybody in the United States, but they just turn into big crybaby whiners. If you took it away, if you took away Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, people, their heads would explode. And yet no one should have any of those apps. Elon Musk is an evil white supremacist. You should not be using Twitter. He is allowing more hate speech, more negative sentiment, more. He supported the Dilbert creator. He Elon Musk not only supported the position of the Dilbert creator. He said it was the media that was racist wow, and he's allowed to own a network because Twitter is a network. And he I don't know why Twitter is not go- and TikTok are not governed as TV networks are. They're networks. They're media companies. That's what they are. Meanwhile, you got Rupert Murdoch out there saying that, yeah, we knew it was all a lie. We knew that he lost the election, but I let the host go. In hindsight, I probably should have nipped it in the bud sooner. He said this under oath. And yet Fox News still has viewers I don't know about you But the mentality of the people in the United States Is just, uh, it's just plummeted The IQ It's just ridiculous Alright, we're gonna finish up Boy, this is going by fast, ain't it? We will finish up right when we return uh, Right here on the Cast. Don't go anywhere Because you only have like five seconds in between Don't go anywhere Just stay right where you're at And get up and dance.
1: Make your device a whole lot smarter. Get the CorelCast app free at the app store of your choice now. Uncensored. Unfiltered. Unhinged. It's the CorelCast.
0: little unhinged today, yelling and screaming and carrying on. Sorry about that. All right. Last night, I have to share this with you all. Last night, I was watching a TV show. I don't even know which one. Uh, But there was a there was an epiphany on the show. And when the epiphany happened, I, for some reason, out of the blue, just said, my whole life is a lie. And I mean, it was such a grounding thought that I got really depressed. I cried quite a bit. I didn't talk to anybody. I just sort of secluded myself away yesterday afternoon. And let me tell you why. I have really enjoyed every minute that I speak to you. Today, yesterday, last month, last year, 30 years ago. KFI, KGO, it's all been a gift, a glorious gift. But it's been a gift to someone that didn't really want that present. Now let me explain what I mean. I never wanted to be a successful talk show host and author. That was just never, I knew I'd always write, but that was just never and even though I love talking and, and being in a talk studio, that really was just feeding my addiction for a studio. Because let me tell you, when I'm in a theater, back when I did live theater and did plays, or when I'm at the Razz Room rehearsing, or I'm in Monterey, or I'm up in at you know in Humboldt at KGOE, or you know up at the pizza parlor I used to do up there in Humboldt, you know wherever I am performing, when I'm in the stage and the backstage or on a soundstage to film a TV show or a video or go to a guest spot on one of the networks. When I'm in that building, time stands still. My, it, every, it's just everything I've ever always wanted. you know. And so when I'm in the recording studio and we're laying vocals and we're producing and it's you know, running late into the evening and you're frustrated and then you get it, you get that note, you, you get that, that bridge, you get whatever. I can be in a recording studio for 17 hours and not even care. I can be on set all day long and not, it just goes by that fast. I only ever wanted to sing and act like Barbara Streisand, like Bette Midler, like Rosie, o- well, not Rosie, shouldn't sing, but you know what I'm saying? That's all I ever wanted to do. And I thought that talk radio and the publicity and the, the, the fame that comes with KFI and KGO and all of that, I thought that would lead me to television, to film, and to, and to more music. And it did in many ways. I've recorded, I've done television, I'd my own TV shows and all of that, yet no movies, okay? I've, ne- I've never done a movie. Well, I've, I've done one, but I was, you know, not anybody. But, you know, I've, I've never really done a feature, and I've never done scripted, or even improv television or film. It's always been unscripted, meaning reality, like Life in Segments or the new show I want to do, Weathering the Future. When I produced the Dorian Awards, the three times, working with the stars, writing the show, you know, it was glorious. It was a glorious four weeks. And so I said to myself, you've been doing what you've, had to do because the opportunities presented themselves kgo came with a lot of money kfi well a lot for me kfi came with a lot of money for me two hundred thousand dollars a year that you know that was a lot of money still is so i took it but while i was busy being Corell, the talk show host Carell, the columnist for Advocate or Billboard or whatever. And what a charmed life. My God, the things I've gotten to do because of that. like There's no way, as Patty says, I can't complain. Yet, I've been so busy being who I needed to be, I never fully became who I wanted to be. I've never taken just six months and said, nope, all you're doing for six months is music. That's it. You're writing an album. You're putting it out. You're promoting it. You're going to go out and sing. You're going to get booked at gay pride festivals. You're going to go. I've I've never done that. Now, I've done those things. I've done gay pride and stuff with music, but it was my fame and talk radio that allowed me to do it. I've never dedicated myself, okay, you've got these scripts that Andrew left. Three of them are for you. You're going to rework them. I also have always wanted to remake The Man Who Came to Dinner, an old movie about a radio host who falls down and has to stay with this conservative family, and he in- injects himself in all of their lives, and Betty Davis is his best friend, and he's got Hollywood starlets that come see him. I really want to redo that. I mean, I, that's my role, I, you because know, that's my life, you know? So, so what's stopping you, Carell? I blame money. You know, I blame money. Someone said yesterday, well, you're on disability and your show doesn't make much money. So why don't you just now start concentrating on those things? Fear? Fear I'm not good enough? And that's the truth. Maybe I've never put my heart and soul into singing because I still feel that as good as I can sing, and I I can sing pretty well, I'm not Streisand. I'm not Dion. I'm not, you know, I'm not Luther. Maybe I'm judging myself by the wrong standards. And the problem is I've been around so many superstars with incredible voices. The bar is pretty high in my head. And yet there are so many singers out there making a really great life for themselves that can barely hold a note. Britney Spears. Maybe I should spend a year and just focus on movies. It's like the book. I just started reading Die Healthy, the book that I am actually writing. I've got many thousands of words done. It's really good. Like it's really good, but it's not a cookbook. It's a how do you get to the point in your life where you're going to make positive changes for yourself and how did I get to that point? And then there's a workbook about my favorite recipes. And it's really good, like it's really good. Why haven't I finished it? Could it be I don't think it's good enough, that there is not a big market for it, that who's gonna pay attention to me? Self-doubt, fear, I have it. And I told Thea, my friend, and she's a very popular singer and done everything with me on record and had gold records, and she said, you know what, Boulay? You've got it all wrong. She said, more than anyone I know, your entire life, you've done exactly what you wanted to do. You wanted to make a record, you made a record. You wanted to be on TV, you're on TV. You wanted to you know, communicate and take that to the next level. You've been on major talk radio making history. Maybe your job was to break barriers for gays in radio. Maybe your job was to show people that you really should never give up. She's all, you're 60. Most people would be giving up and yet you're still ramping up. She's like, so I see it differently. I see you as one of the few people in life who no matter what the world threw at you, like after KGO and when KNX fired me and everything. You know? So you need to think about in your life, are you doing what you want to do, or what you have to do? And if it's just money stopping you from doing one or the other, maybe you should strike a bound. I am Carell, be who you want to be, so I don't, don't hurt anybody. The Black Donnelly's Raise a Glass and Toast, the song I co-wrote, I wrote a pub song! About Oscar Wilde! Hey, it's Carell. Go to patreon.com forward slash really Corel. That's patreon.com forward slash really Corel. My website is reallycorel.com and everything fabulous is there from the show to blog and recipes. Instagram and all social media are, you guessed it, really Corel. And it couldn't get much easier by simply downloading the free CorelCast app at the app store of your choice. And then all the content from Corel Media will flow right on through. That's the free CorelCast app. Remember, I am Carell. Be who you want to be so I don't hurt anybody and subscribe and participate today.